News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Over the counter sleeping aids may be too easy to get and become an issue when used for too long by those desperate for a quick fix for a much deeper sleep. Issue. That is the opinion of health scientist and sleep coach Tom Coleman, who joins us now. Tom, just explain to us first of all what are you, what are you talking about? What what are these over the counter sleeping aids? So people people are are familiar with. Um, I suppose if we look at things like antihistamines, um, you know, products that are sold as sleep aids, which are actually antihistamines, and they bring on that feeling of drowsiness. Um, so you're talking about things like CAMS and NITAL, those things that you, you can yeah, go to the chemist. Yeah, exactly. That's so right. non-prescription That's right, yeah. pills non-prescription. you take. prescription Okay. Yeah. So, um, you know, they do bring on a feeling of drowsiness. Um, I suppose if they are used under correct medical supervision and as a short-term solution, then there's no issue. But of course, you know, we as humans can become dependent on them and that can be an issue. Um, and they can also interfere with sleep. They can also interfere with REM sleep as well. And, you know, that's hugely important for psychological repair and cognitive function and emotional stability. Um, so there is there is a certain amount of um, danger there maybe if, if misused or uh, dependence occurs. It, it wouldn't be physical dependence because these things aren't addictive. We're not saying that. No. You're talking about a psychological dependence that psychological. someone feels they need to pop this pill before they go to sleep. Yes, that's the danger, I suppose. The, the, you know, the belief that they can't achieve sleep without taking it. And then, of course, you know, if, 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 if you're taking something on an ongoing basis, you do build up a tolerance and then you need more of it to get the same impact. That may not be true of antihistamines, I should point out. But the thing, the, the, the thing that I suppose is interesting here is, is, is there any harm in that? Because if they, if they believe that they're not going to get sleep, uh, and maybe they're not, and then they take a pill and they believe they will get sleep and that relaxes them, maybe as well as the antihistamine, the sedative effect of the antihistamine, there's a bit of a placebo there where they kind of feel that they can trust this thing to help them. Is, is that really so bad? Well, I suppose that's, you know, that's a question for for doctors and, and pharmacists um, to look at. You know, I would sort of ask, why do we need sedatives to help us fall asleep and then stimulants to help us wake up? Um, it's not addressing the nature of the problem, I would feel. Okay. Um, and, and I suppose that's the crux of the matter. How, how, how should people deal with, with, I suppose, insomnia then better? I suppose there's a pathway there. We'd, we'd look at all of the dis- different physical components that, that influence sleep, such as uh, light and the amount of physical activity we're getting, um, you know, stimulants and sedatives. And we, we'd address all of the sleep hygiene issues, going to bed at, the, at a regular time, all of those physical components. And then, then look at the psychological aspect, stress, anxiety, um, overthinking, all of these things are very powerful. And you, you, you mentioned it there, you know, this belief that we have, if we can achieve sleep, and I, I call that sleep confidence, you know. Yeah. Um, and then people who may be shift workers, they may have a circadian misalignment. Um, so they, they struggle with sleep and wake episodes. And then the medical uh, side of things. So, uh, But I, but I think people... when, you, when you say things like that, like shift workers, people who are a bit stressed, you know, these, these are the deeper issues. I'd say an awful lot of people fall into those categories. You'd say an awful lot of people do fall into those categories? Yes. I mean, I, I think a lot of people oh, would have said, are you feeling a bit stressed? They'd go, yes, I am. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think it's, it's um, as my father would say to me, Kira, I'm not worried about the problem you have. I'm worried about the solution you're going to apply. 
you know, and I think we miss out on on some of the things that we can do that don't have any side like, effects. That uh, like getting uh, light exposure um, early in the day and throughout the day, like you know, getting exercise, not being sitting sitting down at a desk for. And, and look, I'm I'm in that world myself, but we ensure that I ensure that I get outside, I get lots of exercise, that I'm not over consuming uh, caffeine, that I'm not resorting to alcohol to switch off that i'm not scrolling on my phone the oh, impact yeah. that has on the brain and, and the nervous system people think they're relaxing but they're not they're just distracting themselves okay. and they're actually stimulating themselves so that has a profound impact on all right so 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 lifestyle changes are what we should really be focusing on look thank you very much for highlighting this with us and speaking about this this morning that is health scientist and sleep coach tom coleman News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.